0: It's time to dive into the latest news and updates from the Vegas Golden Knights. This is Nighttime at Noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas
1: to welcome in to nighttime at noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas, also simulcast across all Vegas Golden Knights' digital channels. We are live here from Studio 31. Ashley Vice here with you, joined by VGK analyst Shane Knighty. Shane, first, happy Valentine's Day. What a big news day we have here. A lot to love, that's for sure.
2: There is a lot of love here uh, going on, so a lot happening. The Golden Knights kind of been a light schedule for them. Uh, they're up in Canada and now uh, back here and ready to resume on Wednesday. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, we haven't seen him in a few days. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, we're off and uh, back on the ice today.
1: So we are waiting for General Manager Kelly McCrimmon to speak to the media. When he does, we will take that live for you to listen in. And here's why, Shane. Mark Stone still not on the ice, so we're hoping he will provide some kind of update there. But Jack Eichel skating on a line. Why don't we just go ahead and dive into all the lines we saw at today's practice? We have Pacioretty, Eichel, and Dodonov. There's the line we've all been waiting to see the Misfits get broken up. You have Yanomark with Carlson and Smith, Marcia Stevenson, Wall, Carrier, Howden, Patrick. Break it down for us, Shane. What well, do you see there? Well, I think
2: balance. That's what you're looking for. Right now, certainly a lot of bodies with five lines for them to to put together. And, I, and I'm sure the coaching staff, this is just, you know, maybe the first of the combinations. They'll see how it works. Uh, you know, when you get a player like Jack Eichel, it allows them, and I'm sure it's not just today. He came in uh, to the coaching room, said, "Okay, this is what we're going to try today." I'm sure this has been thought about. Um, obviously, with Stone at a lineup, that made things shift a little bit. But you know, pretty pretty good to put Patzeretti along with Eichel. They got Didon off there, try and get him going a little bit more. Um, the biggest thing is the misfit line, and everybody's probably don't panic. I, I think it's it's a look. You want to create more balance. So you know, Riley Smith, Yanmar Carlson. I think there's a ton of speed on that line. I think Stevenson and Marshall. Along with Big Nick Wah in the middle, that gives a real good balance there uh, on their top nine, and you need to have three scoring lines. Uh, they like to have four, which, uh, you know, we've gotten Brett Howden, what a season he's had, uh, playing with Patrick and Carrier uh, right now, as it looks. So, uh, I really like the balance they have. you got to be able to find offense from everywhere, um, and, uh, you know, to me, maybe the biggest thing right now is, you know, that The misfit line uh, kind of broken up for the time being. But uh, if it works, great. If not, they can always go back to it.
1: Does it give you more confidence in breaking up the misfit line that they've each missed at least one game at some point this season? Carlson missed an extended period of time. So you saw Marcia So with Smith without Carlson, and then Marcia So had COVID at one point. So you saw them playing with someone else. Did that give you confidence? And also seeing Chandler Stevenson play with as many people as he (laughs) has had to play with this season with Stone and Pacioretty missing as much time as they have, does that give you more confidence in how jumbled up things might look?
2: I think so. I, I think it, it, it's a great, for, for coaching staff, it, it, you're able to utilize, you know, a lot of players in different situations. There, there's a few lines where you got two centermen. So you have Stevenson and Wah. That's, that's great because depending where the faceoff is, you have a left and a right-handed faceoff man that could take, take draws for you. So I think that's beneficial. With Patrick and Howden, the same thing on that, that line with Carrier. It allows you a little more flexibility on the ice. And, you know, I think guys guys really adapt quickly. Um, these, these guys are professionals. They, they know how to play their position, and I think, you know, the coaching staff looks at certain traits that may fit together and whether that plays out while well, you wait and see. You allow them a little bit of time to build that chemistry. But I think, you know, there's some excitement for these players that, uh, you know, to, to try and create that magic they can with their new linemates, and, and I think they're comfortable playing with whoever it is. Uh, you get to this level, you've got to be able to adapt and play any position with any line mates uh, stick to their game. There's there's the structure they want to play. It's a matter of getting that creativity and that offensive side of the games where, where it sometimes takes a little longer to develop, uh, understanding where you are, you know, supporting the puck, little plays like that. But uh, these guys talk a lot, communication on the ice, off the ice, uh, and it should hopefully develop very quickly.
1: We saw Keegan Colasar and Michael Amadio skating on – I guess what we maybe consider the extra line at a practice like this. Is that kind of the depth that we've been expecting to see all year round? You know, Keegan Colasar, who's played, I think, every game this season, is now an extra. Michael Amadio has, I think, overperformed compared to what people thought when he came in. You know, he's earned his way into the lineup on several occasions. Seeing them as extras, if you want to call it that, that's kind of what we were hoping to see from training camp, right? And
2: what it creates is urgency, which I love on a team. That's, That's the competition you want. So, okay. you're not going to go out and play the way you can, where, you know, obviously you're looking at the bottom part of your lineup uh, up front, we've got guys waiting to get in there, doing anything they can, and and that's their job if you're not playing, is to make sure you're as ready as possible when you get that call to go in. So um, I I think it's, you know, it's tough for those guys, and and you wait until you get that job.
1: All right, well, Kelly McCrimmon is approaching the podium now. Oh, he just walked away, (laughs) so we'll keep it going. Make sure you guys have something to listen to. All right, Kelly's here. We're going to take a listen now.
3: uh today the hockey club has two announcements uh to make uh the first of those uh Mark Stone will be going on uh LTIR uh effective today uh just to give you uh some background uh, Mark uh, going back to uh last year's playoffs had uh back issues uh, going through training camp he was uh compromised and limited Uh, through training camp and the preseason Uh, we began the season he played the opening game against seattle he uh, didn't get through the second game against uh, los angeles Uh, we uh, had to shut him down and uh, rehab him we uh, thought that we had given it uh, appropriate time for him to return he missed a month he came back and played till uh, the middle of december he uh, has only played back-to-back games one time this year. That was in where he played uh, on a Thursday night against the Devils, a Friday night against the Rangers, uh, then had to miss uh, the Sunday game against the Islanders. Uh, we put him back in on Tuesday against uh, Tampa Bay. He had to leave that game in the second period. He believed, I, I believe he missed the next uh, four or five. So at that time, we talked with uh, our medical staff, myself, uh, Peter, uh, about what the best plan was in terms of how to handle this and how to manage this. Uh, January if you'll remember started with a, a real home-based schedule. we felt that that gave us a you know a good opportunity to to work through that stretch of our schedule. We made the decision to cut his ice back a little bit. Uh, we had made the decision at that time that he would not play the back-to-back games which uh, in the month of January were uh, at washington at, at carolina uh, subsequently he got uh, COVID, so it wasn't available until the carolina game so that kind of took care of its uh, of itself and then going into uh, alberta we decided we were going to play in both games we we're going to play him uh, at edmonton at calgary and just try to really see uh, where we were at uh with his health and uh he couldn't uh, he couldn't play the second game he Uh, knew after the Edmonton game that it was going to be a big ask. He got treatment on the morning of the Calgary game for uh, an extended period of time before the training staff pulled him uh, right around lunchtime uh, on the Wednesday uh, versus Calgary. So when we look at it objectively, uh, our our number one priority is Mark Stone's health. And uh, it clearly isn't in... uh, place that it needs to be for him uh, to be successful. It's not in a place where it needs to be for uh, our team. Uh, He's our captain. Uh, The man, as you know, wears his heart on his sleeve every time he uh, pulls on our uniform, uh, he'll be missed. But I do uh, genuinely believe we are doing the right thing uh, with him. Um, It's difficult to, uh, to define exactly what the issue is. I think that's been a really frustrating uh, for Mark, and yet that's types of things that we've got to try to get to the bottom of, and uh, and it's going to take time. How much time is going to be uh, the first question? We don't know that. LTI, by definition, means ten games, twenty four days, so that's uh, uh, that's a given. Past that, it's uh, it's uh, you know impossible for uh, <clears throat> for us to predict. Um, it'll take the time it takes. Uh, The second uh, piece of news here today, obviously, I'll take questions regarding Mark here when I've done my opening statement. Uh, The second piece of news here today, Jack Eichel will uh, make his uh, Vegas school and night debut on Wednesday uh, against Colorado. Uh, It's been uh, just over three months that he had his surgery, I believe November 12th. Uh, It's 13 and a half weeks that he'll have uh, recovered, rehab, and recovered. I give Jack... Uh, his medical team, our medical team, a great credit. This is uh, the first time the surgery had been done on an NHL player when we made the trade. You know, we didn't really know what that timeline would look like. Uh, We're excited. There's 34 games uh, in the regular season that still remain. This gives Jack a great opportunity to uh, uh, integrate with our hockey team. It gives uh, obviously uh, our team access to a great player when you make a trade you're usually anxious for that next game that you play to see what that new player looks like in your lineup uh in this case uh it's been uh, a long wait but uh but well worth it we're excited to bring uh jack back on uh wednesday night so uh with that i'll open it up uh to questions
4: just as a reminder we have moved with please and like affiliation it's not probably a smart taking the we'll open it up questions
0: then it's Las Vegas regional. Uh, Kelly, you said you are not really necessarily sure about the issue that's going on with Mark Stone's back. So are you guys hoping to explore like different types of treatment options or um, how are you kind of trying to pinpoint what exactly, you know, how you go about? uh, Well, good
3: good question. I meant to uh, refer to it in my opening statements. He has seen numerous specialists all over North America. He's had, uh, I believe, 10 or 12 set of diagnostic, uh, exams performed, uh, backs are tricky. Backs are tricky. And, uh, I wouldn't be able to, uh, relay it to you, how it's been relayed to me other than to say, um, they're still working through those things to find out exactly, uh, what it is. There's, uh, it's an issue. There's, uh, there's, uh, there's some challenges there that, uh, overlap and, uh, uh, he's, you know, he's gonna, hopefully get through all of this and again he's you know i think he's seen six specialists across uh, north america so uh, this is a situation that we've worked real hard out to get answers
4: uh
5: (coughs) david shane las vegas review journal just to follow up on that when he was originally heard in october not originally but when he was heard in october there was you know a determination that surgery was not needed at that time is he back to kind of square one in terms of determining whether surgery is is back on the table at this point? Or where is he at in terms
3: of, you know, comparing where he was, say, at that point to now? We would be hopeful that that would not be required at this point either, David. I think, you know, you, you have that injury in game two. Uh, you know, you know the other injuries that we uh, had even that night with uh, Max Pacioretty breaking his foot. Uh, when you do things in season, you try to do them as quickly as you can. You know, a month is a lot of time to uh, have your captain out of the lineup. We felt that we um, could successfully rehab him in that period of time, and uh, and you know we weren't able to. But I don't think it's a case where uh, you know further damage has been done, or you know we're regretting that we you know, you know played him till when we played him, or or anything like that. I think that it's just a time where um, you know realistically he felt he had no chance of getting through March. You know, when you look ahead he uh really felt that was going to be uh, incredibly challenging when i look at it from a general manager's perspective um you know the month of may is going to be harder than the month of march so uh you just uh you know again everyone in this room knows what he means to our hockey team and uh you know everyone in our organization has tremendous respect for the player so we want we want to do the right thing so that's uh, that's the the genesis of the decision.
1: A lot yeah, yeah. to react to there. Of course, we will do that on the other side of this break. Yes, but first, be the first to experience a whole new era of Big West basketball. Gather your friends and pack the Dollar Loan Center in Henderson, Nevada for the 2022 Hercules Tires Big West Basketball Championships presented by the Hawaiian Islands. Twenty men's and women's teams take the court March 8th through 12th fighting to take the Big West to the next level. Order now at the dollarloancenter.com slash tickets or... Call 702-645-4259. A lot to talk about when we come back.
0: We're back to nighttime at noon on your home for the Vegas Golden Knights, Fox Sports Las Vegas.
1: The opening of the Dollar Loan Center in Henderson is less than a month away, and the arena has a brand new website. Visit thedollarloancenter.com for upcoming events, seating charts, arena policies, and much more, including your chance to purchase tickets for the first events in the building. Be there as history is made at the Big West Basketball Championships, the first Vegas Nighthawks game, and the first Henderson Silver Knights game in their new home, all coming up in the next few weeks. Visit the dollarloancenter.com to learn more. And welcome back to nighttime at noon here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Also across Vegas, Golden Knights digital channels, a crazy news packed morning here at City National Arena. I'm Ashley Vice with Shane Knighty. For anyone just tuning in, we just listened kelly mccrimmon uh, have good news and bad news mark stone to the ltir jack eichel will be making his golden knights debut wednesday against the colorado avalanche shane does it get any more fitting for this season to finally get jack eichel in the lineup but to lose your captain
2: yeah you know it's tough in the sense that you the, the bad news, we'll, I'll start with that so then we can get to the good news. The bad news is, you know, we know how important Mark Stone, the captain of the Golden Knights, is to, to this team, you know, both on and off the ice, his passion. Uh, you know, and it's It's been a tough year for him. You knew something was lingering. Uh, you know, there's been times he just hasn't looked right. And, uh, you know, Kelly McCrimmon, the general manager, is saying he's had back issues. He's seen over six specialists uh, still trying to, you know, figure out what's there. Hopefully surgery isn't needed and they can move forth some time off. It'll allow him, so he's on LTIR, so he'll have time there. The good news is, because there's a lot of that, is Jack Eichel's back, uh, the long-awaited uh, debut for number 9. Uh, special player, a special talent, and, you know, I don't think, you know, you, you got to kind of bring the expectation. It's good to get him back. I, I don't think he's going to get right to form. Maybe he will. Uh, good players, exceptional players have that ability, but... He'll be back in the lineup. So that that's great news to finally see Jack Eichel come back. And, and the other good news is, to get him in, they don't have to move anybody. So Mark Stone goes on uh, LTIR. Uh, I think they had uh, already around five, five and a half just above in LTIR relief previously. So Stone has nine and a half. That goes on as well. Um, Eichel comes in. He's, he obviously makes 10 million. They can also bring some point number 23 let's not forget about alec martinez that allows him to come back and i think you know according to uh, cap friendly they'd have to make one minor movement to reassign somebody down uh, around that seven hundred thousand mark to get everybody in so that's another positive on you know you never want to see a guy hurt mark stone but him going ltr ir and the relief they already have from it allows them to activate Eichel into the lineup, and at some point, there's still room to activate Martinez with another small move made in there. So, um, you know, the rumors of who's going to get traded and that, yep. we don't need to worry about that. Uh, this is how things have played out, and uh, it'll be great to see Eichel back, as we said, uh, taking uh, line rushes today between uh, Patch and Dodonoff.
1: It takes me back to November when I think people thought kelly mccrimmon was just you know being overly positive when he said we might not have to do anything we have to wait to see what happens and sure enough the day comes mark stones to ltir uh you know mark stone well what do you like is it it's never easy is it easier for him knowing that the team is getting a big addition like what take me into a player's perspective it's always frustrating to be dealing with something like that Well,
2: yeah first and foremost he wants to play but i think there's you know from the sounds of it the way uh Kelly McCurman was describing it. I'm sure there's some frustration. There's frustration that he can't play. The the frustration of not being able to pinpoint, you know, what is exactly wrong. So maybe some time off, and, and maybe it's a little easier for him knowing, you know, he, he, he wants to be out there. He wants to lead this team. He wants to help this team. But... Him being out and Jack Eichel coming in might make it a little easier for him to handle. That said, he, he wants to get back to health. And that's that's where he can put his focus now. Maybe it's a little easier to do knowing a player uh, like Eichel is coming into the lineup in his absence. So, um, you know, he'll, he needs the focus. And I think the team, the organization, everybody right now, they want Mark Stone to worry about getting healthy, getting back uh, whenever he can. Uh, but when he does come back, that he's at 100 percent health, that he's ready to go, return to to the type of player he is, uh, which is a dominant winger in the league. And in the meantime, you know Jack Eichel is going to come in.
1: And now that we're just about 48 hours away from Eichel making his Vegas Golden Knights debut, you talked about how it might take him some time to get to to get to form. What do you believe are reasonable expectations <laughs> for his first game? Now, you know, you have you know guys that come in and score hat-tricks in their returns to play and things like that but what is a real ex- realistic expectation for a guy like Jack Eichel?
2: Well you know maybe this is just uh, the old player in me I just want to see him go out and, and and get through the game healthy and uh, you know timing is going to be the biggest thing to adjust to but I think these guys you know they have an ability that's what makes them special I i I'll say I I think he'll score in his first Game. I'm not saying that's my expectation but calling I think it'll it happen.
1: now we are not allowed to bet I, I, on hockey obviously nor can would I, we but I this guy is giving you some advice you know anyone who plays that game this guy's giving you some advice he thinks a goal and an assist a two point night and Jack Eichel's debut
2: yeah well patch ready's due so I think patch yep. ready will score and he'll get an assist there if he, you want me to get technical I, I, I'm very excited to watch this to, to see how he plays he is going to be absolutely amped. Um, You know, everything he has gone through in this process from Buffalo, the drama there. Finally, he's able to get the trade, to get the surgery he wants. And then he's able to come back. You know, it happened November 12th. This is he's been able to come back. He's gone through all these steps of getting surgery, getting back on ice, getting, you know, as best you can in that situation to get your cardio, your wind back. Now he's gone through the steps of contact, uh, you know, battling all those drills. So really, the next step for him is to get that first game under his belt. And that's going to happen.
1: Darren Millard asked me a question this morning: If it's Jack Eichel and Max Reddy on a two-on-one, who shoots?
2: Ooh, that's a really good question. See, that's but that's type of Darren Millard's question. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think there's a wrong answer to it. Um, I think Reddy's more of the shooter. Uh, they both can shoot. Uh, Eichel can distribute the puck so well. That's what he he can do both. They both can. They're both elite. Elite players that can score goals. So there's no wrong answer.
1: If we see it tomorrow though, come on, Max, like let Eichel score in this debut, right? All this but build Max up has gone let right. him have it. But Max needs
2: to score too so he's been nine games. He's in a nine game drought, so nine or ten, so
1: like you said though, that means he's due. That's yeah, the they're positive both due. they're that's, both due. That's the positive spin on that. Um Colorado of all teams for him to make his debut against he comes in against a hot Colorado Avalanche team points in 19 straight that's unbelievable I read it I then I went back and looked yeah. at their schedule and I thought there's no way they haven't not had a point in a game since December yeah.
2: they had that little bump on the road earlier in the year and uh, yeah 34 8 and 4 this season 72 points um, the good thing is they're not at home because they're playing them here because at home Colorado 21 2 and 2 uh, they've only lost two in regulation at home just outstanding numbers. It's a deep really offensive charge team um, There's a rivalry that's that's grown between these two teams because of playoffs and, and what the Golden Knights were able to do getting by them So, you know, Colorado's coming in to they, they want to They always want to stick it to the Golden Knights uh, as much as they can these two consider themselves uh, you know top here in the West that that could meet at some point so uh, I think it's a great game for, for Eichel to come back to, uh, to play the best. He, he He's a guy that wants to be the best. We talked about how motivated he was when he first got traded here. Um, and that's a powerful thing for a player like that to be motivated. And as I said, he's gonna be so excited. There's gonna be some anxious, nervous energy there uh, to begin, but uh, it's been a long time since he's played a game. But that all said, uh, I think there's gonna be a lot of motion that might help carry him through.
1: Really, the team as a whole, they're have had a week off by the time they play that game, which is a lot of time off. There's, you know, Pete DeBoer talks about teams coming in and out of the break. That's what's going to set teams apart, right? But you're getting up for the top team in the league, the most hot team in the league, yeah. possibly in the Colorado Avalanche, and you're getting a guy like Jack Eichel back. T-Mobile Arena is going to be on fire on a Wednesday night. That's insane.
2: It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great atmosphere. It's going to be a great night. Uh, you, you hope uh, the Golden Knights – I think. You know, there's, they're certainly going to be disappointed that their, their captain has put it out for, for a period of time here. But uh, the amount of excitement they'll have for a player that they acquired a while ago at the beginning, you know, earlier in the year, is finally making his debut. They'll be excited for him. I think they're excited because of the player he is to go out and perform. I think there's some excitement with those new line combinations to see how that plays out. And there's excitement when you go out. You're a competitor by nature. You want to compete against the best? Well, that's what they're going to do.
1: We talked about the lines being changed up. We're waiting for, hopefully, uh, Pete DeBoer to come up to the podium. It actually looks like Kelly McCrimmon is still talking. So (laughs) the media, reasonably so, has a lot of questions. Um, Hopefully when we come back, Pete will be joining us. But for now, we're going to go ahead and take a break. So we'll see you in a couple minutes.
0: Live from City National Arena, this is Nighttime at Noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
1: Hey, Golden Knights fans. Need more hockey? Make sure to check out the newest team in town, the Henderson Silver Knights of the American Hockey League. Single game, group, and mini suite tickets for home games during the 2021-22 season are on sale now. Contact the Henderson Silver Knights ticketing team at 702-645-4259 or visit hendersonsilvernights.com to learn more. Welcome back to Nighttime at Noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas and on the Vegas Golden Knights digital channels. Once again, I'm Ashley Vice with Shane. 90. want to just keep putting the news out there for people just tuning in. Mark Stone to the LTIR. Jack Eichel making his Golden Knights debut on Wednesday. And Kelly McCrimmon also just let the media know that Robin Leonard is out with an upper body injury and his status for Wednesday is uncertain. Your reaction to that?
2: Well, we didn't see him on practice today, yep. which, you know, sometimes it happens. He just takes a day, but uh, usually not after they've already had a bunch of days off. Um, yeah, unfortunate, but uh, you know what? Uh, it's Lauren Brossois. He was pretty good in his last game.
1: Yes, that's what we were <laughs> going to talk about. Vegas, the last that we saw of them was the last what Tuesday and Wednesday. I don't remember the days of yeah. the week. It was the Edmonton Calgary back-to-back. Let's start with the Edmonton game, the first shutout as a Vegas Golden Knight for Lauren Brossois. and he wasn't just a, a shutout by chance. That was a solid performance by him. It
2: was a really good road game for the Golden Knights overall. I thought Brossois was excellent. I think he made some key saves early. Uh, the Golden Knights took a little while to get through the game, not too long, but once they did, and, and you know, there was a lot of shots, but the, the shot slot chances were really – Really low. The high danger chances, Golden Knights didn't give many, and when they did, Brosois made the saves. That's what you need, and I think it's a good confidence boost for him when you're in a new team to get that first shutout, you know, kind of out of the way, and, and and it builds confidence for goaltenders, just like goals will for a forward or you know any type of player. So I think it's important for him to play the way he did. It was great the way the Golden Knights played. I thought it was a really good road game against you know two of the best players in the world in McDavid and Drysaddle. They limited them. They almost didn't have a shot until late in the third uh, combined really not much going on at all for them offensively so real good game for the Golden Knights I thought it was exactly how they wanted to play and uh, yeah then then the next night happened
1: what do you the the Alberta back-to-backs that so many teams go through is, that, is that what to expect? Is that is, do you expect that in those situations? Is that, do you think that's a common thing to have totally different nights on back-to-backs against two solid teams? Edmonton, of course, has had their struggles. But oh, oh, pause everybody. We have Jack Eichel at the podium. You're going to want to listen to this. Yeah.
5: Kamal yeah, Golden Knights, uh, how do you feel today? What when when did you find out?
6: Uh, I, I always kind of had the date circled for a while, so just kind of had to go through all the protocols and obviously it's a process, so you want everything to go pretty smoothly and I just feel like I'm at that point where I'm ready to play and you, know, you can practice as much as you want. Obviously the game's different and I just want to get back in there and start getting, uh, you know, start getting my confidence back playing in games.
0: Then goes Las Vegas Review Journal. It's been about you know, 11 months since you played an NHL game, yeah. what's it going to feel like out there? And, you know, after waiting so long for this?
6: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there'll be a lot of emotions Wednesday. Um, you know, I've already started feeling them. It's, like you said, it's been a long time. It's probably been my biggest, it's been the biggest layoff I've ever had since, uh, since I started playing hockey. So, you know, I'm trying to be realistic with myself, my expectations. I, I understand it's been 11 months. I didn't have any preseason games and happen to be jumping in there against the best team in the league right now. So, uh you know, but at the end of the day, it's hockey, and um, been doing it since I was a kid. So uh I just try and play my game, get as comfortable as I can, and uh, as quickly as possible. And I think we'll be alright.
5: Dave, just yeah. Dave Shane Las Just in terms of the contact stuff, just how have you kind of gone about, you know, maybe ramping that up, and you know, what do you expect in terms of Wednesday, just when you take that first, you know, that first good bomb?
6: I'm sure it's. Uh, I'm sure it's going to take and hit a couple times for me to. uh for that that hump to be to be done but um it's like any injury i think you come back and you're like you know you're you know i've had ankle sprains before you come back you're kind of a little bit like oh what's going to happen and then you fall on it awkwardly or someone bumps you a little bit weird and it, and it bothers you for a minute but then you're okay and you're like oh okay so it's, it's there's sort of a mental hump hump to it and uh, i'm sure there's going to be that moment where i get over it and then you know it's going to be you know but it's tough to mimic that in practice because everything's a lot more controlled so might as well just get in the game and start going.
4: Jesse,
0: again. hey Jack, I was going to kind of ask you something similar, but I'll go with uh, you, you. You haven't you, you mentioned games are different than practice, but you've been skating with Max Pacioretty. I guess how exciting is it to to get to play with a, a player of his caliber, and how do you think you two can play together?
6: Yeah, it's it's uh, really exciting. Uh, I think it's exciting to be able to play with a team of this caliber. Um, it's been. It's been really cool to kind of sit back and be around the guys, but also get the opportunity to watch them and 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 uh, you know see it up close. It's uh, it's great. I think we have a I think we have a great uh, great group of, of players and guys here, and you know you, you touched on Patch. He's uh, obviously a uh, you know superior goal scorer and somebody who can really shoot the puck. So you know I, I like to try and uh, consider myself more of a setup guy. Hopefully I, can, uh, hopefully I can find him and, and he can use his shot. But, um, you know, there's a lot of really good players in that locker room, and uh, I just look forward to being on the ice with all of them. Okay. Ken Bolkieson, Mid-Vegas. When William Carlson signed his contract, Bill Foley said he owes him two cups during the time of the contracts. Kind of said something similar about Stone and Petrangelo. Yeah. Did he tell you anything of that sort? Um, you know, I, I, nothing of of that. I think he's just uh, he's made it clear that obviously expectations and Vegas and with this organizations to win the Stanley Cup. So uh, I think that's that should be every team's expectation. And uh, it's great that the organization, uh, you know, feels that way. And, and everything that we do throughout the season is geared towards winning.
3: Ron, Ron Futrell from 8 News Now. I'm sure you've talked to Mark Stone about this. What has been his your discussion with him on you jumping into the lineup, sort of in his place?
6: Yeah, um, talked to Stoney a lot, but he's yeah, he's been he's been banged up and in and out for the season and and uh, I think it's a good opportunity for him to try and get healthy and good opportunity for me to try and get in here and um, get comfortable with the group, try and build some chemistry and and uh, find my game.
4: We'll go Ben and Danny.
0: Ben goes to Las Vegas Review Journal. You're the first you know NHL player that's undergone this surgery, so I yeah. guess kinda in the late stages of the rehab process. Is there anything you know that surprised you or jumped out to you?
6: Not necessarily, I think, uh, I think more than anything, it's just that mental hump that you need to get over, right? So uh, that happens with any injury, whether it's a knee or a shoulder, or in my case, uh, you know, cervical disc replacement, but um, I'm confident. I knew I'd made the right decision. I feel great. So I'm ready to rock. A
5: couple more with
6: we'll Danny at the top. Danny Webster, Vegas Sun. Jack. You kind of mentioned the mental hump throughout this whole thing, but when you take the ice on Wednesday, probably not necessarily something to prove, but do you feel like
5: you have something to prove to yourself after everything's gone on?
6: Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, I think there's lots of proof. Um, I think there's lots of proof, uh, you know, to myself, I think to the rest of the league, to the organization, I think that, I think you're always trying to prove something, Um, you know, what what that is. I mean, I I think I just, you know, you consider yourself, uh, you know, one of the, better players in our league and you just kind of want to get back to that. I feel like, you know, prior to the injury and last season, I was, uh, I was starting to establish myself where I wanted to be. And, you know, obviously kind of been derailed a little bit with, uh, with injuries, but just want to get back to where my game was and, and hopefully take it to the next level. And, um, you know, that's more than anything, but, um, I'm also, uh, I'm also trying to taper my expectations, right? I understand I haven't played in 11, 11 months and, uh, these guys have, I don't know how many games we're in right now, 50 games into the season. So it's, you know, a lot of guys are in midseason form. And, um, you know, I'm coming off a of rehab and I haven't played in 11 months. And so, uh, but that being said, I, you know, I got to make an impact. And, um, you know, I hope to do that right away. Last
3: question, go
2: to Tom. TomGaludy, NHL.com. Uh... Kelly was in here talking about how you have thirty-something left game regular season games left here, kind of ramp up. Is
6: that
5: the way you're looking at it? Like, hopefully you're getting the playoffs, but to ramp up and be ready for that playoffs—that's that's. Yeah, clear. yeah,
6: that's yeah, that's it, right? So it's you're not going to feel your best right away, you know. Sort of what I was saying. I I, I understand that. I'm I'm realistic here. I'm not going to feel like you do twenty games into a season or fifteen games into a season when you're sort of getting in your groove and it's like second nature and everything's rolling and you're playing well, you're feeling good and you know, I understand it's the case, you know, Wednesday night, and I'm going to have to build towards that again. And, but, um, you know, the good thing, like you said, is we, we do have a lot of games left in the season and, you know, you want to peak at the right time and be playing your best hockey at the right time, I guess. So, um, we just take the opportunity and, you know, uh, try and, uh, get as, as comfortable and, and uh, as familiar with the group as possible as, as soon as I can. And just go from there. Thanks, Jack. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, guys.
1: Have a nice too, yeah. afternoon. All right. That last question brings up a good point. He's basically going to be in mid... A lot of pe- players are tired by the time they get the playoffs, right? <laughs> You're battling through stuff. Is he going to be in mid-season form come playoffs? Because mid-season form, Jack Eichel, playoff time. It's about as good as you can get, right?
2: I, I and And a player who's never experienced playoffs. Yes. You He's talk about that nervous, playoffs, anxious energy. So. You know, he's played six seasons. Uh, he has not yet been in the playoffs. So that's uh, you know, that's the goal of every player. And a guy like him, stuff that drives those elite athletes is to get to that point. He's going to get himself ready. And he's right. He's got to, you know, kind of temper his expectations for right now.
1: Well, let's listen to a couple minutes of Pete DeBoer after this big news day at practice.
2: You've talked
0: before about you've tried not to think too far ahead with Jack Eichel. Now what's it actually going to be like to the lineup card on Wednesday,
4: yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think he's excited, our group's excited, you know. Uh, unfortunately, we still don't have our whole group together with uh, with Mark going out, but uh, you know, I, I think uh, it's been a long time coming for him personally. Um, you know, for us, not as long because obviously, just from the, from the trade dead, dead our day to now, uh, but uh. You know we're excited and i think when you see him in practice over the last three weeks you see what he potentially can add to our group that that's exciting Dave, just... okay, shane lost
5: yeah. i we saw you obviously juggle the lines with which jack now being available can you just maybe take us through that process obviously like ostensibly your third line has your leading scoring your leading goal score on it so clearly it was yeah maybe about spreading out the the scoring depth a
4: little bit yes um you know what I- I think, I think we're going to look at everything. I, I think what we don't want to do is we don't want to get to the playoffs um, or late in the season and then start experimenting or say, you know, I wonder what that looks like. Um, so, you know, I think we're going to look at some different combinations um, and some different things and uh, and see. I think what Jack allows us to do is, you know, really gives us some center depth there, can potentially create some mismatches. Um, you know, is Nick Waugh a better center than a winger? Probably is, but, you know, he also uh, should be a really good somebody. So, I mean, all, those are all things we're kind of throwing in the blender here right now, and uh, and we'll see. I don't know what will stick and what won't, but we're going to try some things. Jesse. Hey, Jesse.
0: Hey, Pete. Obviously, talking a lot about or Jesse athletic. Yeah, uh, talking a lot about Jack, but obviously, big news with Mark Stone being out on LTIR. Um, how hard has it been for you to to kind of him going in and out and him fighting through this um, and him finally trying to maybe take some time uh, off and get it? I guess how tough has this season been for him and how much you guys going to miss him?
4: Well, it, it, yeah, it's been tough. I, I think Kelly addressed uh, all those questions with him. I think as, as far as our group goes. Um, you know, having him around in the lineup even at less than 100% is, is always nice just because of the leadership he brings. And, and uh, you know, we're going to miss that piece, and other guys are going to have to step up there for sure. Ken?
2: Ken Bull, Keeson, Vegas. your hit numbers are down quite a bit from this year compared to the last year
6: or in the past. I'm wondering if that's, A, like something you're trying to do and then how you think it's impacting the game, and maybe if you need it to go up or?
4: Yeah uh well i mean i you know i I think when you you trade ryan reeves uh i think you know there's a there's there's an automatic uh you're giving up an element in order to try and get another element i think that's a piece of it um i still think we can be a little more physical uh than we have been and uh you know i i think when you get to the season like this a lot of games and a lot of days, it's hard to drive that physical train every day, unless you're wired like Revo is. I, I think Will does it consistently. Uh, I think Kolasar tries to do it consistently for us, um, you know, but, uh, you know, I think we all know, you know, when it gets to the playoffs and, and you've got teams built like Calgary and built like Minnesota, you know, that you have to be prepared to, to play that type of game. Hey, Tom.
5: Uh, Tom Gilday, NHL.com. Uh, just way with Jack hasn't played in a game in 11 months. How do you manage that as you, as he you get into, you look what he was in the power play first line. How do you kind of yeah. as, as you go along here?
4: Yeah, well, I was talking to him this morning about it at breakfast. Just, you know, I, I don't want him to overthink systems or where he's got to be. Just get out and move your feet and skate. And uh, But, you know, he, he's missed a lot of hockey and a lot of time. And, you know, I think... We're going to get a big, ad- he's going to play with a lot of adrenaline here. The first game, I'm not as worried about that as I am, you know, uh, going forward. I think realistically though, we've got to be prepared that, you know, this, this could take some time. He's missed a lot of hockey and he's jumping into an NHL season, mid season. And, um, so he's a great player and, and we know he's going to be a great player for us, but I think we've got to temper our expectations here, uh, early.
1: there was Golden Knights head coach Pete DeBoer after this action-packed Monday to start the week. We will react on the other side of this break. We'll see you in about three minutes.
0: We're back to nighttime at noon on your home for the Vegas Golden Knights, Fox Sports Las Vegas.
1: Be one of the first to join the Vegas Nighthawks family. Secure your seat selection priority today by placing a refundable $20 deposit at nighthawksfootball.com Full-season membership will start at just $10 per ticket per game at the Dollar Loan Center located in Henderson. And welcome back to a Jack Eichel-themed nighttime at noon here from City National Arena. Ashley Vice here with Shane Knighty. And, Shane, every time we kind of out of break, I just want to give people <laughs> the reminder of what all has been happening in case people are just now tuning in. Let me know if I leave anything out here. Um, Mark Stone to the LTIR. Jack Eichel making his Golden Knights debut on Wednesday practice today, he skated with Max Pacioretty and Evgeny Dodonov. Robin Leonard upper body injury. I don't want to say questionable. Uncertain was the term used uh, for Wednesday, so that's where we're at. I know a lot of people especially on the interwebs, will have opinions about where Jake, Jack Eichel was placed yeah. just because they always do. So it was Pacioretty and Dodonov today, but Pete DeBoer kind of referencing in his press conference just a few minutes ago, this is going to be a mix. We're probably yeah. going to see a lot of different things as we try things out. So I would expect no one to be married to these combinations that we're seeing today.
2: No, and, and that's that's great for the coaching staff. And as he, you know, good point was he doesn't want to, you know, start moving things around and looking at the end of the year. Now's the time to do it to kind of look at what they have, see what fits, and, and you are allowed to move these puzzle pieces around. It, it's as I mentioned that it's a great thing to have as a coaching staff as an organization. These pieces, and just to mention the other lines, Jan Mark was playing with uh, Carlson and Riley Smith. We had Jonathan Marshall so with Chandler Stevenson in the middle and Nick Waugh, and then you had Will Carrier, Howden, and Nolan Patrick together. Uh, Amadio and Colasar and Adam Brooks was up, up were kind of the other line. So, um, you know, you particularly look at those top. You said you know, Jonathan Marshall with Stevenson and Waugh. Marshall leading you in goals. Uh, Carlson, Yan, Mark Smith, ton of speed, and of course, the Donoff. A guy that, you know, usually scores 25 goals at off year last year in Ottawa. Get him going patch ready. He's a 30-goal scorer. Um, you know, Jack Eichel. Get him back to his 30-goal form. He had 36 goals just a few years ago. So, it, pretty dangerous and exciting. And, you know, it was a good day for us, Ashley, because we come in in the morning. We're going to do the, the, the show. and. Got all these topics, you sheet, oh, yeah. the sheet here Pages that we had that, that we didn't need because... Crumple uh, it,
1: throw it over the shoulder. Yeah,
2: as soon as uh, you saw Jack Eichel step on the ice between uh, Pacioretty and Dodonoff in a, in a regular jersey, and then the announcement uh, we, we heard from Kelly McCrimmon just... Uh, Made our day easy, but great big news here. You know, some unfortunate news with the Mark Stone, but exciting with uh, Eichel.
1: We did try to stray from this topic one time. Uh, it ended abruptly because everyone would much rather hear Jack Eichel talking than us, and he walked up to the podium. But we were talking about that back-to-back set last week that the Golden Knights played in Edmonton and in Calgary. Edmonton went great. Calgary the team prob they I don't who knows how much they did or didn't even talk about it. There's that fine line of diving into it versus moving on. But what we can say is the Calgary Flames just got better acquiring Tyler to Foley in exchange for Tyler Pitt like a prospect in some picks. Calgary's looking dangerous. What do you see from them?
2: Very dangerous. So you see, Colorado, as much as they're rolling right now, Calgary's to me, that's the number one opponent. Well, especially you know, division-wise, for for the Golden Knights, they're they're a big, they're a good team. They're scoring at will right now. They're they're heavy. They're strong. They're physical. And they added Tyler Toffoli today as uh, a trade from the Montreal Canadiens. You know, Toffoli's 29 year old. He won the Stanley Cup uh, previously with the Kings in 2014. Uh, he's uh, you know four. 20-goal campaigns. He scored 31 goals once. That was back a few years ago with the Kings. But last year, he had 28 goals in 52 games with the Canadians. You know, a little not going as well for Montreal this year. He has nine goals, uh, you know, in 20 or 37 games with them, 26 points. So it's, a, it's an offensive player, another good piece for the Calgary Flames. And already... Very, very good team, so yeah, the Flames are a team to watch, and I think because of their play, this is what general managers do, they bring in another good player to strengthen their lineup, uh, and it's going to be a, a tough opponent going forward. I don't think the 6 nothing loss is what we're going to always see, although Cal- that building has not been good to the Golden Knights, just as our, the Fortress has not been good for the Calgary Flames when they've been here. The teams have been very dominant in their home ranks against each other, so uh yeah that the last game let's flush that one let's 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 flush flush it because it it wasn't one two three four guys it was it was just as you had a complete effort on a win that was rare you get a complete effort on a loss there was just nobody engaged ready to go whatsoever but that happens and hopefully they put an end to it uh, you know and some of that maybe embarrassment that they felt and, and anger you can put it forth here on wednesday against the avalanche. That's the great thing about hockey is you can always look to that next game. That's the important eighty
1: two game season. Yeah. It's a beauty, isn't it? It's not like football. You can't
2: dwell on the losses. It's
1: not like football. Shane. Yeah. What did you think about the Super Bowl specifically? Would love to hear any hot takes about the halftime show.
2: I love the halftime. I think yes. it's one of the best.
1: In I my opinion, it was the one best. of the best.
2: Yeah. The best. i I can I can go with that. I thought it was terrific. I thought you know, this whole playoff season, I'm a huge NFL fan. Um I, I love placing bets on it. That's I, I'm not not big, but just little ones. That makes You're it makes you interesting. in Vegas. So I, I obviously cheer on how that goes. So it was a good day for me.
1: I saw a tweet that I thought was funny. And I think you and Dave will think that I think it's funny. Okay. It was saying I was watching the Super Bowl thinking, man, I'm so glad they aren't showing people like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and Paul McCartney that cater to old people. And then it hit me. That's how I was, I it, calling the, you know, 90s yeah. kids old like we yeah, are, cool. now. You guys are now. We're getting up there, Shane.
2: You're getting up there. We're getting yeah, up there. With Dr. Dre,
1: Snoop Dogg, Eminem, I was all about it. Uh, it's Valentine's Day. We plan on talking about that a little more than we did. For those listening on the radio, we have some flowers and a little gnome, I guess. I was Shane. wondering what that was. It's Valentine's Day theme. Oh, how Are you a Valentine's Day fan? You're tough on the outside, but you secretly, <laughs> eh.
2: It's another day. Every day like that. No, I, lo- I think it's a good day for everyone, but uh, y- you know what? When we work, I- I'm not big. Like, Christmas is my favorite holiday. That's the one I care about.
1: Original, me. Shane. Th- that,
2: that's that's the one I get excited for. Um, outside of that, because my whole life has been in hockey, usually you don't know whether you're playing or not. And Right. If the day's there, yeah, I'll take it and celebrate it, but it's usually game day or non-dig game day for me.
1: I thought this might be a good chance to just give some people some ideas. Five-game VGK ticket packs, that'd be a great Valentine's Day present. Some Foley family wines, that's the kind of present I I would want. If anyone was really slacking this year and you really need to make up for something, a stay at Hotel California, so many. Another thing I want to do. VGK, yes, on the list. If anyone's listening and you need the very last-minute Valentine's Day plans, uh, ideas. There you go. Got but it. Shane, Hotel
2: California would be good. That combines nice day, beautiful scenery, great exactly. place, Santa Barbara, and wine.
1: Exactly. That's that's my that's my bet. That's what I'd be going for. All right. Well, everyone, this was a jam-packed nighttime at noon. Thanks for joining, Shane.
2: Thanks for doing. This. Thanks, Ashley.
1: Always okay. good. Yeah. We'll see you next time, everyone. <laughs>